there, and welcome to the Financial Fix-Up Podcast, where we learn to live well on our actual income. I'm your host, Sarah Brumley, and I'm so excited to share my experiences, practical tips and tricks, and much, much more as we aim for success in achieving our biggest goals without taking on that second job. Are you with me? If so, let's get started. Hey there, Sarah here, and I'm so glad you've decided to join me today. By the end of today's episode, my goal is that you will know exactly how to evaluate your income and expenses before you begin your budget. By using the steps I'm going to share with you, you'll be well on your way to a budget that will help you and your family achieve your long-term goals. I've walked hundreds of folks through these steps successfully, and I know the same can be true for you. Okay, let's talk. I know the idea of putting together a budget can sound overwhelming. In fact, depending on where you currently stand with your finances, you might feel nervous, sick to your stomach, or even just ready to turn this podcast off because is it really worth it? Let me tell you that it is worth it. Of course, you have your own free will and can turn this podcast off whenever you like, but I'd like to challenge you to stick with me, to take the chance on creating a financial situation for your family that really meets your goals. And there's really no better way to do that than creating a budget. But before I get into the first few things that you need to do when starting a budget, I'd just like to take the chance to thank Wendy for her kind review of this show. Wendy says, I am in love with your podcast. You did a great job. You are an amazing storyteller. And while even though we weren't sitting across from each other at Starbucks, I felt like we were. I look forward to future editions. Bravo, Sarah. Thank you so much, Wendy, for your enthusiastic and encouraging review. I'm so thankful for the incredible response we've had so far with this show. And as always, I just want you to know that I read and respond to each and every comment. So leave me your comments and reviews and questions, and you might even be the next featured listener. But now, let's get back to our topic of the day, creating a budget. The first thing you need to determine when creating your own budget is how much income you have. This might seem pretty self-explanatory. I sure thought it was when I started out, but the problem is that you need to know the exact amount of money you bring in. That means if you make $2,225.60 per month, you don't just round that number to $2,000 and call it good. This is where so many people get into huge trouble with their budgets. So, Promise me right now that you won't make that mistake. You won't, right? The truth is that in order to allocate your money to the right things, you know, toward whatever goal you have or whatever really matters to you, then in order to do that, you absolutely need to know where each and every dollar is going. Without that accountability within your budget, you're going to find yourself overspending here and there just because you have a little bit of extra money that didn't really have a purpose this month. Trust me, Justin and I know this from experience. It's easy to say we have 30 extra dollars in the budget this month, only to realize two weeks later that because we both thought we had 30 extra dollars in the budget, now we've spent $60 and it wasn't even for things that really mattered. So now we've spent that extra $30, but we are also going over our budget with that additional $30 just because we didn't carefully plan ahead, 
Now, could we have taken that $30 and split it in half and decided we were going to add it to our spending money? Of course, but because we didn't actually make a plan with it, then we got off track. Have you seen this play out in your own financial situation? So my practical step for you when it comes to figuring out how much money you actually make is to take the last three months worth of your bank statements and look for any sources of income you've had. Now, if you know your exact income and it stays the same to the penny each and every month, then by all means, skip this step and move on. If, on the other hand, your income changes even slightly from month to month, the best scenario is when you take the last three months worth of income and then simply average it out. If you weren't an excellent student in math, I'll simplify this even further. Add up all of the income from the last three months. That's pretty easy, right? You've gone through your bank statements. You've added up all the income from the last three months. Now divide that number by three. All right, you've got your average. To make it even easier, though, I've created a special worksheet just for the purpose of helping you calculate your income. So feel free to check it out. I've left the link in the show notes. All right. So the number you end up with after completing that simple math problem should be the amount that you use for your starting budget. Now, I don't want you to worry too much about whether or not it's an average or whether or not it's an exact amount because we are going to talk in a later episode about how to manage the changes in your income and also the changes in expenses too. So um, we'll make that very clear and you don't need to worry about that at this point. All right. So now if you get paid more than just monthly, this is where it gets a little complicated. You need to go ahead and break that total income amount down into respective categories. So for example, if you get paid weekly, you should have a weekly amount. Um, Those should be your categories weekly. So week one, week two, week three, week four. If you get paid twice a month, you should have bi-monthly categories. So first monthly payment or first monthly income deposit, second monthly income deposit. Okay. So that will help you as you start to allocate expenses. And we're not going to do that today necessarily, but we are going to do that in one of the next um, episodes of this series. So you can also grab that free income worksheet that I mentioned, and that will help you do that as well. Okay. Now that you have your income, it's important that you consider the following question. Do you have all of your income. If you say yes to that, I want to ask you another question. Are you being honest with yourself? Because this is one of those things that as we work through our budget, you're going to want to see that honesty play out. No one else is going to know how much you make, how much you don't make. So now is the time to be honest. Don't budget with more income than you have and don't budget with less. Remember, you have a plan, a goal for a better future, right? And if you aren't honest with yourself at the get-go, if you don't actually follow through and get it right now, you'll be kicking yourself down the line that you haven't made any progress or giving up because it's too hard to do it when the numbers don't match up to reality. But that won't be you, right? I sure hope not. Today's episode is brought to you by my Quick Start Budgeting Workbook. If you've struggled in the past to put together a budget that works for you and your family and actually makes a difference in achieving your goals, this downloadable workbook comes with all of the tools you need. Chalked full of worksheets and step-by-step instructions, you'll be on your way to that nearly perfect budget in no time. And if you use the code FIX20, you'll receive 20% off your purchase as well. That's FIX20 for 20% off your purchase. 
You can find the Quick Start Budgeting Workbook by heading to lemonblessings.com shop and use Fix20 for 20% off your purchase. That's lemonblessings.com shop and Fix20 for 20% off your purchase. So if you weren't sick to your stomach yet, It might be time to pull out the peppermint tea or whatever antacids you prefer because this next topic is not always a pretty one. It's time to talk about our expenses. Are you running for the peppermint tea? At this point, it might be tempting to categorize them, but I don't want you to do that much work right now. Instead, and in order to be successful going forward, we need to approach our expenses in the same way we did with our income by looking at three months' worth of bank statements. Did you just groan out loud? Is the person on the treadmill next to you at the gym looking at you funny? Sorry about that. Well, well, maybe not. Really, I just really want you to be successful. And I know from not only my personal experience, but from coaching others, that not taking this step will create ongoing frustration and honestly may ultimately doom your budget and any hope of reaching those goals. It sounds a little dramatic, but it's totally true. You don't want to doom your goals this early on, do you? I didn't think so. So it's time to be completely honest with yourself. How much do you spend each month? What do you spend that money on? I find the easiest way to do this is to grab a yellow legal pad. Of course, you can use whatever paper is within reach or even an Excel worksheet if you are feeling kind of techie. Divide that sheet into four columns, one for each of the three months, and obviously then one for the name of the expense. And just simply start writing down the expenses from the first month and the second month and going forward. I choose to cross them off as I go along. So if I write down utility payment on my yellow legal pad, I'll write the amount I paid out in the column next to it and then cross it off my bank statement entirely. This is why I highly recommend having a printable version of your statements in hand. Most banks allow you to do this online, but if you don't have that option, just head over to your bank and ask for the statements. In my experience, they are more than happy to hand them over. I cannot stress it enough, you need to write down every single expense, even if you don't think you'll be needing it in the future. Even if you think you're going to be making changes and suddenly you're going to be letting go of Starbucks or riding your bike to work so you don't have to pay for gas. At this point, let's just work with where we are right now, okay? We can fix it in the future, I promise you. But right now, let's just make sure we're being honest with ourselves. So if you swipe that card daily at Starbucks, add up all of those charges. If you spend money on gas, add up those charges. So you might determine that cuts are necessary for the future. But right now, we really, really, really do just want a clear picture of what's going on in our finances so that when we do make changes down the line, they will be taken care of in, a right, in the right way and that they will be effective for us and our budget and we won't be giving up. I just want you to take the time to think about also any expenses that might not come up or might not have come up in the last three months. In our case, that Amazon Prime subscription that we love always sneaks up on us. I'm getting better about planning for it, but I can guarantee that sometime end of November, we are going to be responsible for an Amazon Prime payment. It's going to come out automatically and I'm going to be like, ah, what was I supposed to do with that? I was supposed to prepare plan ahead. So 
make a note of anything you can think of that's like that, okay? You'll thank yourself later, I promise. Now, I know this seems like a tedious project, right? And I'm not going to lie. It kind of can be. But the alternative is so much worse. Picture this. You are a month into your new budgeting system. You're going great guns and you're feeling like you are on top of the world when suddenly you overdraft your account because you didn't consider that subscription you have to Hulu. Sure, you don't use it very much, so it just didn't cross your mind. And yet it's still something that your family budget is going to have to account for, right? So now, not only do you owe money to Hulu which will probably have to come out of some other area of your budget. Goodbye, groceries for the week. But you also owe bank fees for the overdraft. Is it worth the risk? I'm going to guess not. So take the time right now to give this part of the process your utmost attention. When you finish listing your expenses on that yellow legal pad, go ahead and find the average of each one. So once again, you're taking month one, month two, month three, Um, adding those numbers together and dividing it by three. So that's quite a few calculations probably going down your sheet, but it will be helpful in determining how much you need to allocate towards each expense going forward. So most of your monthly expenses, cable, internet, phone, and rent will likely look the same from month to month. I know that's the case for us, but you're mostly looking for those expenses that vary from month to month and trying to find the average of those. When you've done that, just Add up all your monthly expenses and come up with a grand total at the bottom of the page. Then, I want you to pat yourself on the back. Take a bow if you feel like you need to. Annoy your spouse with the details and simply just be proud of the work you've already put into this. You've taken a huge step, and I mean huge, toward achieving your financial dreams, and you definitely should be proud of yourself. Now, of course, you haven't created a working budget just yet but it will come. So I just want you not to get ahead of yourself at this time. Okay. Like I imagine your temptation is to see what your expenses look like in relation to your income. My friend, that is one slippery slope and one that if it doesn't look good at the moment, it's not going to be fixed overnight and that's okay. So take a deep breath and tell yourself it's okay because progress over perfection, right? And you are definitely making significant progress in the right direction. So join me next time as we address debt and savings in this three-part series to get your budget started off on the right foot. We're getting close. We're making great progress. And I am so proud of you. So in the meantime, continue to remind yourself progress over perfection. And I will talk to you next time. for listening to the Financial Fix-Up Podcast with Sarah Brumley. If you like this show and want to know more, check out lemonblessings.com. As always, I'd love to know what you are thinking, so make sure to leave a review wherever it is you listen to this podcast. Have an awesome day.